You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Shack. Sports Shack. It's Sports Shack. Welcome to episode 219 of the Sportsiac Podcast. This is the Bob Nagel episode. What? Because it's Bob Nagel's birthday today. Is it? Yes. That's what I should have texted him instead of, do you have the ball that once hit you during a broadcast? Which is a great story in and of itself. So, 30-year anniversary here at work. Yes. Birthday today. Yes. And now he gets his own yak. Shout out commemorative i mean it doesn't get any bigger than this this is the best gift that we could give him (laughs) is a mention on the sports yacht yes one two one two one two one two i'm so excited (sighs) and i just can't hide (sighs) i'm about to lose control and i think i like it (sighs) i'm so excited (sighs) and i just can't hide almost had enough wind for that I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. That's good for you. Family Broadcasting Corporation. In association with the Studio DNA Podcast Network, presents Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. Here's your host, Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here. And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Here to perform the Star-Spangled Banner is acclaimed singer, songwriter, and 10-time Grammy winner from Chicago, Shaka Khan. This dynamic second-year guard has taken it up a level from his outstanding rookie year. Tomorrow night, he'll make his first NBA All-Star appearance from the Hawks, Trey Young. 
A talented two-guard from your very own Chicago Bulls having a career season, Zach Levine. And now, let's meet your 2020 Taco Bell Skills Challenge participants. A two-time NBA All-Star on the team with the best record in the NBA. He's why you fear the deer from the Milwaukee Bucks, Chris Middleton. Pacers fans, make some noise. It's game time. And at guard 6'4 from Indiana University, number four, Victor Oladipo. Ladies and gentlemen, your Indiana Pacers. Let's shift gears and introduce you to Tim Sinclair's no stranger to an early morning alarm clock, uh, many years on morning radio. Tim's the voice of the Indiana Pacers, the Chicago Fire, the Illinois Fighting Illini, most recently 2020 NBA All-Star Game, and he loves him some Dr. Pepper. All of that is correct. Good morning, guys. <laughs> Tim, uh, I follow you on Twitter, and you and I are peers. Uh, we were in the same industry for a number of years. And you tweeted out this photo a couple of days ago, and I was just like, we've got to talk to this guy. If there's any time I'm going to slide into someone's DMs, it'll be right now. And I appreciate it. I, I wish, you know, uh, I like other DM slides maybe a little better, but this one was fine. <laughs> Give us a overview. You are in the NBA bubble. Yeah, so the NBA asked they needed a few guys to come down and do public address, even though there is not technically a public to address at the NBA bubble games. And so I will be here until August 15th. I've got a five-week stretch at Disney. The The issue, at least right now, is that we all have to have a seven-day in-room quarantine before we're allowed to start anything. So Currently, I am stuck in my hotel room at the Coronado Springs Resort, biding my time until Sunday afternoon when I can finally get out and start working. So you can't leave your own hotel room at all? At all. Actually, there's one. They just made a change uh, late last night. Uh, our testing was being done at the, the doors of our hotel room. They'd knock We'd open the door and they'd have a team there to swab everything. Now they are actually having us walk down the hall a little bit to go to a testing place. So that is our one little field trip to, to get out and about for uh, 10 minutes or so and then come right back. How crazy are you going so far? How long have you been there? So far, this is the start of day three uh, of seven. So, so far, so good. Thankfully, I have like six jobs and I'm trying to do most of them remotely from here. So I am able to do some work. I'm still doing my TV show in uh, Champaign, Illinois. That won't last beyond this week, really. But I'm, I'm keeping myself busy since there's not a whole lot else going on in, in terms of my NBA responsibilities. So the NBA calls you, Tim, and they say, come down to Florida, PA announcer. There's no fans. There's no audience. Have they kind of given you, here's why, or here's the parameters, here's what we're going for? What's your, what are your walking orders? 
To an extent, we haven't, uh, everything is a fluid situation around here. There are so many things that are still up in the air, but the goal is to try to make it feel as much like a real in-market game as possible. So they're doing all sorts of things with audio and with video boards and with public address. So each of the 22 teams that's coming to the bubble has their public address announcer recording their entire starting lineups. They're recording a few other uh, things that they would typically do during a game, my three-point call for Indiana, for example. And then they're going to incorporate those uh, in, in measured doses when a team is the home team. So let's say it's the Lakers versus the Orlando Magic and the Lakers are supposed to be the home team. They will use their PA guy doing the starting lineups for them, but they will use me doing the starting lineups for the visitors. And then as the game plays out, sort of regular run of play, I will give a bit more credence to the Lakers as the home team than I would to the visitors. And so the goal is to try to make it for the players feel real and for the TV audience, too. That's part of the um, aesthetics of a game. And so we're going to do our best to recreate that. How many NBA PA announcers are down there with you? There are four of us total. There are four teams, uh, and each team has like a game manager. They have a video guy, an audio guy, and a couple other uh, people to help out. And three of the teams have an arena, because there are three arenas here that, that they're working specifically. There are two big arenas and one small arena. And then our team is going to all of them. So they're using us everywhere, depending on the game, depending on the time, depending on the TV contract, all that kind of stuff. So we will be working out of all three of those arenas and uh, we get to start doing scrimmages and figuring out how all this works uh, early next week. How many games a day will you be doing? I'm told no more than two, but that remains to be seen. There will be a few off days, but uh, one or two a day for sure. I'm also, as soon as I leave here, I'm driving to Bradenton, Florida to work the WNBA playoffs in their bubble. And I don't know many of their names, so I will have to study some of those in advance and ask a whole lot of questions. I'm working a couple of games a day there from what I understand. Of course, a big part of this is you have to be away from your family. And I know when you do Pacer games, you love to bring your boys with you to Banker's Life and have that experience. Is that the most difficult part of this is not just being confined to one room for the time being, but I have to imagine being away from your family uh, presents its own sort of issues. No question. It is easily the biggest downside to this. Being divorced, I already feel like I don't get to see my boys as often as I would like. And so uh, we've had a ton of experiences with my career to go do fun things together and and go to games and uh, all-star games and all sorts of things. But this one's a different animal. And so uh, we had to sit down and, and talk through that and about what this would look like and how we'd still communicate. And honestly, I asked them how comfortable they were with it in the first place. I I knew it was a big opportunity and it certainly helps recoup some money that I've lost over the last four months, not being able to work sports. But I also, if they were like, we absolutely don't want you to go, then I would have had to take that into serious consideration. Tim, would you mind pulling back the curtain on what it's like to try out to be a PA announcer for the NBA? It's a a little nerve wracking, although I don't find myself to be a nervous person if I feel like I'm prepared for the job. And so uh, I've had a bunch of uh, auditions, the Cubs being one, uh, the Chicago Fire being one, Illinois, I've done it uh, a fair amount. So I don't feel like 
it's nerve wracking, but I, I do feel like I'm going to go in and do my best. And as long as I've done that, if I get the job, I'm supposed to have it. If I don't, then there's somebody else who's better. The process with the Pacers, uh, they, they put out uh, basically an ad saying that they were looking for a new PA guy and they wanted people to submit a quick video audition. Uh, they gave some short script pieces and you know I had to sit kind of like this in front of a computer screen and record it and uh, post it privately to YouTube for them to go watch. And then they took, I believe, 15 or 20 of their favorites and they brought them to Bankers Life Fieldhouse for the audition. And the, the place was stripped. It wasn't basketball season right yet. So the floor wasn't there. All the banners weren't there. It was like an old dead hockey arena is kind of what it felt like. And uh, I walked out onto the concrete floor and they had probably five or 10 people from their office who worked game day stuff sitting in the stands that were still there. And my back was to them and I had a mic on a folding table in front of me and about four pages of scripts. And somebody from behind me would say, okay, number one, and then I'd have to do the ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Banker's Life Fieldhouse, that kind of thing. And then they're like, all right, number two. And then uh, they would go to that one and we went through it and I felt good about it. And, uh, you know, ultimately good things happen. What, what are you known for at the Pacer game? Everybody has a thing. And there's always the question of, are you going to do the thing that the last guy did or that two guys before you did? And so we've tried to leave room for fans who want to, you know, with, with Pacers games, the, the big thing from years and years and years when someone's shooting two free throws was the shooting two, and then he would go to a, well, I don't, I don't do that because it's not mine. However, I do leave room for the fans to do it with oh, me. So okay. I'll do, uh, not with me actually just on their own. So I'll do shooting two and then just sort of leave a break so that they can do it. And a lot of them do. So I, you know, you try to do some of that. The other thing you, you try to do is I have a, a three point call that I use for all the university of Illinois games. And I use for the Pacers games, which by the way, is a blessing and a curse because it's easy to get them confused um, <laughs> is three points, the um, team who hit it. And then the name of the player. So it'd be three points, Pacers, Victor, Oladipo. So that's kind of my cadence for that at Illinois games. You'd hear three points, Illinois. And then whoever hit it there, ideally you don't hear me say the wrong team at the wrong arena. How does one get started as a PA announcer? What, what was your first event? How did you wind up stumbling into that? Stumble is the, is the right word. Uh, I had no goal of doing that at all. In fact, I was in radio. I was doing it quite happily. And I also love sports. And those were always two things that just lived separately. And when Illinois was going through a change a number of years ago at the basketball level for men's basketball, someone said, oh, you should apply. And so I did, but they'd already hired somebody for the job. And so it wasn't until like a year later that they called and said, would you help with a baseball game? Just sort of give it a shot. And I tried it and I felt like I was mediocre at best. But the next fall, they said, would you come do fall softball and a soccer match and a few other things? And before you know it, you know, things started steamrolling and uh, all of a sudden I'm getting bigger opportunities. And then all of a sudden I'm here now and it uh, kind of seems surreal looking back at it. Tim, last summer I went on a uh, Wrigley Field tour and we got up to the broadcast booth and I turned to the um, the host and I said, hey, do you mind if I belt out? Take me out to take the ball me game. Out to the ball game. <laughs> and he's like, no one has ever asked that. And he said, go for it. 
and I, Tim, <laughs> I let her rip, and it was such a cool moment. I feel like I remember there's a story there that you you went and uh, took a shot at the champ. Can you tell us about that? In 2011, this was completely random. I was doing morning radio at the time, and the Cubs decided that they were going to do a contest like a month before the season started, less than a month, for the new public address announcer. And they did a YouTube contest where people put stuff up. My co-host and I, I was doing Illinois softball, right, just for public address. That was my only thing on my resume for public address was Illinois softball. But we kind of joked, oh, let's make a radio bit of this. And so I went into my office at the station, quick shot a video of the script they had given and sent it to the Cubs. Well, 3,000 other people <laughs> did the exact same thing. And it was, that was it. It was a fun bit and I thought it was over. Well, Mar I can still remember it. It was uh, May, no, March the 11th that I got a phone call that said, hey, Tim, this is Joe from the Cubs. We've chosen our top 24 for the job. You're in it. Do you want to come to Wrigley Field for an audition? And I went, yes, yes, I do. I would love that very much. <laughs> so it was like two days later, I drove up and they had, I think, 24, 25 people total. We were broken into groups of eight. And we went out and did the opening day lineup. It was Cubs versus Pirates. You did every player, every trainer, all of them, everybody. They had the organists there. When we did the introductions, he would play the little thing behind us, and it would go up on the video board trying to get the timing, everything right. And, man, I had the time of my life. Uh, but I left there thinking, that was fun. Enjoy this, right? Well, two days later, I get a call from the Cubs again that said, hey, we've whittled it down to four. You're in it. Do you want to come back? And I went, yes, yes, I would. And so I made the drive back for the final audition. First guy I met going through the clubhouse was Ernie Banks. Uh, second guy was Ricketts. Uh, they had just bought the team not long before that. And uh, they all sat along the third baseline as we did another audition. And they said, hey, we'll have an answer for you tonight. It was two days later. They were still arguing about who was going to be the next public address announcer. Uh, the two options were Andrew Bellison, who was the public address announcer for the Cubs, and me, uh, who was not. Uh, but <laughs> but it, it was a fun experience, and uh, they treated me great, and it, it really made me realize maybe I can do this um, on, a, on a bigger level than I'm currently doing it. How much time um, or how many events have you missed because of the pandemic? Because I know as a broadcaster – I have found myself calling Monday night cornhole games in the backyard just because I'm desperate for something to call. Uh, have you just wandered down to a local Little League field and just bellowed out names of kids? I, I've missed a bunch. To answer your first question, I was actually doing the Big Ten men's basketball tournament in Indy when they canceled it. So I was the bearer of the bad news on Wednesday when we had to tell the crowd no one's back allowed here, uh, allowed back here on, on Thursday. Then on Thursday, I had to tell the teams, clear the court, the whole thing's been canceled. So I missed the rest of the Big Ten tournament, um, about nine or ten games of the NBA regular season, and then any playoff games we would have had, although I'm kind of making up for that now. Uh, Major League Soccer, there hasn't been a, a home game in Chicago yet, so all of that I've missed. Uh, spring football for Illinois, I was going to do that game and a few other things. So uh, it's been a, a fair number, although if this had happened in the winter, I would have missed a lot more. As for keeping you know, my voice going, I'm, I've been doing some ridiculous parody songs to one, try to teach myself how to learn video, uh, to edit video, and then two, just to use my voice a little bit. But uh, otherwise, I haven't done a whole lot with sports. Tim, you're on the sidelines of the NBA. Do you have a favorite player or players where you're like, Wow, they are right in front of me. 
the first starstruck moment was probably Steph Curry, like, because I'm sitting in the front row and that's where they come to check into the game. I mean, you could easily reach out and, and touch them. I, I wouldn't advise it, nor have I done it, uh, but you could. So Steph was probably the big one. My favorite player to watch in person right now has still been Zion Williamson. Holy cow. I did a game when he played for Duke at Bankers Life Fieldhouse for the Champions Classic with ESPN. And uh, he is the most athletic human being I've ever seen in person. Just what he can do, the speed at which he can do it for a person of his size is just remarkable. Do you have somebody that you've modeled your PA style after? I know that uh, you're an Illini guy. And as I recall, Gene Honda, the the voice of the White Sox and the Blackhawks, velvety smooth voice, he's an Illini guy too, isn't he? He is. He does uh, most of our football games, although I do some of them as well, depending on our our schedule. So I know Gene well. I I honestly haven't modeled myself after anyone, I don't think. And the reason is, even though public address is seen as this voice of God, voice from the sky kind of thing, I, I still believe there's something to authenticity in it all. And if you're trying to manufacture something, you're not. And we learned this in radio, right? Uh, but it, it applies to, to public address too. If you try to manufacture something you're not or create energy that's not there and not warranted, I think people are going to feel that and it's going to feel hokey and it's going to feel over the top. And so I always say this, I try to reflect what the audience is or should be feeling in a given moment, which means a three-point basket in the first three minutes of a game and a three-point basket in the last 30 seconds of a close game are not going to sound the same. The words might be the same, but my energy and inflection are going to be very different because it's a different situation. And so I try to be a reflection of the audience and I try to be myself, get a tinge of personality in there and not be a completely this just removed voice from, from everything else. And I think that's helped me. Um, it's been my style. And I feel like if I'm trying to copy anybody else, that I'm not going to be as true to myself as I should be. Tim Sinclair, thanks for the time. You got it. Thanks, guys. Anytime. There are a few sports headlines that uh, we should let Chuck tackle here to get you up to date. Well, our friend Eric Hansen from the South Bend Tribune did a very good interview with Jack Swarbrick that appeared in today's Tribune. And Swarbrick says the decision as to whether there will be a college football season or what it will look like probably has a lot more influence from things like just the national COVID picture what state governments are saying and things like that more than it has to do with athletic directors and football coaches. So he is less optimistic than he was before that there will be a full season. And obviously with what the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have done already, limited to just conference games, throws Notre Dame's season asunder. But right now, the game with Navy on Labor Day weekend is still on the books. The games with Arkansas and Western Michigan. They, in fact, Notre Dame right now only has three games removed from their schedule. Those are Wisconsin, USC, and Stanford because those are games against those conferences that have already decided to go conference only. So you got to figure if a power broker like Swarbrick is saying this right now and is basically saying things are up in the air, anybody who tells you they know what's going on doesn't really know it feels like with every day that goes by 
we're feeling more of a, you really can't answer what's happening the next day. It just, it's so fluid and, yeah. uh, you know, like, for example, we got an email from uh, the school my son attends and they kind of laid out a plan. Then they did a survey after they laid out that plan. Then they recanted and said, give us another two weeks per the survey we just gave you. Well, I think a survey like that is good. I've heard school systems running the plan. Okay, they run it by the teachers. The teachers poke holes in it. Yeah. And then they come back and and everybody's got to understand that this is truly a fluid situation. So there's going to be changes and adaptations and they're going to be made at the last minute. And no matter what is decided, everybody's not going to be happy. You never have to make decisions that way. You're not looking to make decisions that are going to make 100% of the people happy. But you're trying to make decisions in the best interest of all the parties involved. And this is what we're seeing at the high school scene, too. Since we last taped on Monday, North Central High School, the fourth largest high school in the state of Indiana, has come out and said, we're doing only online classes and we're suspending athletics right now. But that's right now. That was that decision was made July 12th. That doesn't mean that same decision is going to be the case on August 1st. Right. And that's what people have to understand. Todd Cummings, the superintendent of South Bend Schools, says right now no fans can be in the stands for games. Well, fortunately, there aren't games right now. That doesn't mean it's going to be the same thing on August 1st. We should get a little more of a look today from the IHSA. Their commissioner, Paul Nydig, is expected to make um, an announcement regarding phase two of reentry for schools and if it's going to go ahead with that or not. Uh, Nate Dean, who is the athletic director on, at Jimtown, is an IHSA board member. He told the Goshen News yesterday he's 75% optimistic there will be fall sports in Indiana. But he said, admittedly, a couple of weeks ago, I was more optimistic than that. So you just have to see how this whole situation is shaking out. One thing Nate Dean did say is they will not flip-flop spring sports with fall sports. The scheduling with that, the venues, the officials, it's just too much to do on that short notice. So that's not going to happen. So you're either going to have football or you're not, but on the high school level, football will not be moved to the spring. That would still be an option for the college level because high school football and college football is apples and oranges. Okay. Well, I think Tim Sinclair was terrific today. We really appreciate his time. Uh, you can tell that guy's a professional at what he does and a terrific PA announcer for the Indiana Pacers. And we've done all we can do on this edition. I mean, it starts with a Bob Nagel shout-out. <laughs> How could it get any better than that? And it ends with the stuff that... The people come to the yak for. They love the ending, Chuck. They love it. Well, they do. Remember that he's on Twitter at my name is Corey. I'm on Twitter at 46 Sports. And until next time, sports fans, Oogalooga Bob Nagel. We've had some fun. Yeah, the show is done. Now we gotta run. It's Sports Check. Sports Check. Sports Check is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. We done. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.